Hello, everyone. My name is Dylan Yates, and today I'm with James Noble, as always. And joining us is... Gordy Annapol, junior wide receiver. And uh, Gordy's uh, been a playmaker for us for a few years now, and uh, we're thankful for you joining us today. Um, we just want to start off, just kind of ask about where you're from and uh, your roots. Yeah, so I'm from uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, been playing football since second grade. It's always been my dream to play college football. My dad played at the University of Dayton, so he's always an uh, inspiration towards me, always someone I looked up to and, you know, he played in college and that was um, one of the big reasons I wanted to play. He never forced anything on me, but I just thought, I thought it was the coolest thing ever that he played in college. So that was always, always my dream. And he always just supported me well, didn't push me too hard, didn't make me do anything I didn't want to do, but just, he was always a positive influence in a, one of my coaches from second grade through sixth grade. And just, yeah, that's part of my, part of my football background. And uh, I think you have a very uh, interesting story about your senior, or about not just about your senior your high school days playing football, but I know you also uh, had an injury in high school. And uh, kind yeah. of tell us about how that ties into coming here. Yeah, so um, coming into my senior years, like the spring of, like once COVID started coming around, like the end of my junior year, that's when school started to recruit me and um, was going on some uh, unofficial visits to a couple D1 schools and all that, and then the first uh, full pads practice of my senior year, I caught a pass, and as I was, I kind of had to like lunge out for it, so I was off balance, and as I was tucking the ball, as I was falling, I fell on the point of the ball, and uh, ended up lacerating my spleen, spent three days in the hospital, uh, missed the whole season, and at that point, uh, I didn't really know what the future looked like for football, because I knew I still wanted to play in college, but I had been playing with some really good uh, wide receivers a couple of years before. So I was playing on varsity, but I wasn't the main target. I wasn't the, the all-star on the team. You know, I made big plays when I needed to, but nothing crazy, just a couple catches a game, you know. Um, so I didn't really know what the future looked like for college. And uh, <clears throat> I told some of the, the schools that was recruiting me about my injury, and some of them were just like, oh, we're glad you're okay. Hope you feel feel better soon and good luck and then I never heard from again and then at that point it was really just some D3 schools but uh coach Fraze had been talking to me throughout the year and knew I still wanted to play but um so one day he called me and was like hey you know we'd really like you to come here but we don't have any football money for you so um if you could maybe run track to get scholarship money would that help you come here and at that point, that was my best opportunity. And when I came here on a visit, I loved it. It was great. So that's what I chose to do. And uh, so I ran track for a year, helped, helped get some money. And then I was able to eventually earn my football scholarship this year, which has helped out a ton. But looking back, it's ironic because the very first uh, letter I got from a college program was Kentucky was in. And mm. about tw- 2018 or my, like my sophomore year, I got a letter from Kentucky was in college and Threw it away right away, and now now I'm here. <laughs> so that's kind of ironic. Funny how things work out, but I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. So you decided to come here, and you decided to run track to cover some expenses as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of walk us through that freshman season to now, uh, just your freshman, sophomore season, playing track, and then, uh, of course, now you, you you stop playing track, and then, you know, the school cut track. Yeah. So just kind of walk us through. Uh, I know it's, you know, three years we're talking yeah. about, but uh, kind of – just what you can remember mm-hmm. and the differences between each season. Yeah, so um, 
I, I've had goals going into every season. <clears throat> Freshman year, all I wanted to do was make the bus, make one special team so I could travel. And uh, I got that opportunity. I got to play mainly uh, kickoff return, but then I got to be backups on the other one. So that was my goal freshman year was to make the bus and get on the field. And at the bare minimum, that like I, I made that goal, so I was pretty satisfied. Um, that track season was kind of rough after a full um, season of football and college football lifting. Uh, my body was not in the in college track shape, so... It was a little disappointing because I had a better track season my senior year, but it was still cool to get to be able to say I was a dual sport athlete in college, getting mm-hmm. to see just another side of college sports. And uh, the cool thing about track is uh, you can go to meets with D1 schools, D3 schools, NAIA schools, because at the end of the day, you're just comparing times with your conference schools, so you don't have to um, compete against them because you just – compare your time so we got to run at UK WKU Indiana State and like got to watch Abby Steinert run the 200 which was insane and um Christian Coleman run a mm. 200 as an unattached runner which he's a um one of the best professional sprinters in in the U.S. so there's some cool opportunities through that and then <clears throat> coming into my second year of football my goal was to um make the two deep and get, get in on um, all special teams, but then also get a little bit of receiver reps. And I was able to accomplish that goal, played every special teams, and I got the backup Peyton Peters. And whenever he needed a break, I'd come in and <clears throat> get a few reps. And uh, I got a couple catches, got a touchdown. So I, I look at my, my sophomore year as a success. And then coming into this year, um, the goal was to start. You know, he had graduated, so – I saw that position open for the taking, and so I worked hard all off season. Just tried to get as strong as I can, work on my routes, work on all the the technique, and I was able to earn that starting spot and just get get to play more. And to me, I just look at it as a every opportunity is. I'm just trying to be grateful for. I'm not a big uh, stats guy. I don't get too upset if my stats aren't as good as some other people's I just want to get on the field and be able to make a difference when I can I think you've done that um I know you've been a big uh big part of this offense uh there's been big games that you've been a part of and but even what stats don't tell uh you I, I always see you run down the field making blocks for mm-hmm. uh whenever maybe one of the twins gets a catch maybe whoever else uh I always see you run down making blocks. Always, like, you're just one of those guys that always does their job. So, uh, yeah. big, big part of this offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to kind of push away from football a little bit because uh, I definitely know you're easily one of the hardest workers on the field. So, and you make good impact on the field when you are, when you do get the opportunity on the field. But what's some impacts that you make outside of football on campus? Um, so, I'm pretty involved in campus ministries and SAC. So, with campus ministries, I, um, on like the leadership team for FCA. So I just try to help get people there and invite my friends and teammates there. And then also Clay is a DT and I lead a Bible study for the football team. Just trying to teach people about Jesus and help others in their relationship with God. And if they want to learn more and grow, like that's a good place for them to be. And then SAC is the student athlete advisory committee. And basically that's like student government, but for the athletic side of things in the school. So, you know, a lot of the initiatives and things that happen with athletics, we get to be a part of. Um, 
different fundraising, community events um, for Make-A-Wish. Uh, we helped plan the end of the year sports awards, the Westbies. So that's been pretty cool. And just anything that we're trying to get done, any changes that we want to make for the student athletes, it all comes through sex. That's been a pretty cool thing to be involved in. Um, yeah, I think that no matter, even if you just decide for some reason just to quit football right now, which I know you're not, but I'm just saying, like, uh, the impact that you're leaving at the school, it's, it's a lot bigger. Um, it kind of reminds me of what we were talking about Sunday night at uh, FCA, actually. Mm-hmm. The uh, What was his name again? Do you remember? Um, Cameron something. Cameron I, I, can't, something, I can't remember he was, his last name. He, but. Well, he doesn't even talk about really his UK career, other than yeah. he just said, like, freshman year, I didn't play a lot, won, mm-hmm. won the championship, you know, kind of. Yeah, nonchalant. People don't realize, I was talking to my friend, he's like, he was, I mean, shooting 50% from three. Yeah. Like one out of every two shots was going in. He was a big part of the uh, his senior year when they won the championship. Yeah. What, I, what year did he say? 96 uh, or something. I, Kentucky fans would yeah. know. I don't know. But he was, um, I think he hit like a big buzzer beater either in the final four or the championship. Like mm. great player. He he didn't say any didn't of that. Though. He was, it, no. um, his impact has been more about uh, outside and Christian ministries and, uh, talking about starting FCAs at different colleges. And then he uh, said some really um, that struck me was uh, like what we're playing as a game. And whenever he went to India, talking to that guy, and that guy was praying for him and he had no hands. And how that just, he just didn't know. He was like, well, I'm come, I've come here to play for you. And the guy said, I have all I need. I have yeah. Jesus. That was just really powerful. Yeah. And it just like, it reminds me that, I mean, you're leaving a lot, a, a bigger impact than yeah. football will ever do. So. I know you're involved in a lot of different things. I know you're also involved in disc golf. How you're doing, yeah. How's your disc golf career going? Um, I haven't I haven't really been playing too much this fall just because of football. But uh, got some more time now. Yeah, I got some more time now, and the weather's been good, so I'll definitely be out on the course. But uh, it's been pretty cool here. There's a new disc golf shop that opened up last spring called uh, Creed Disc Golf, and I've actually got to be a part of their team, so I get some good discounts and like just we do some team events and I'm kind of helping push out their brand because they've been doing a great thing for the community but um there's been times where I compete in tournaments but right now at this point in my life I'm just trying to I just play as something to relax and just get my mind off of school and football it's something that I can just do on my own time mm-hmm. um maybe I'll play some more tournaments in the future I'm not sure but as of now I've kind of I, I played a lot of tournaments over the summer and then I was kind of like, I, I just need to stay off this and just play for fun rather than yeah. try to compete in something else because it's yeah. just another thing that's exhausting and long days playing multiple rounds on the course. So It's fun right. to play when when you don't take count, at least for myself. Yeah. Like when I'm not counting, it is fun to play. But whenever I start like, I play with Landon and yeah. Sammy the other day and I was just, I just I stopped counting because the, I was like, I'm not, you know, they're, they're a lot better yeah. than me. So even like me, that's how I kind of played over the, like throughout the fall when I'd get a day or two where I could play, I wasn't worried about trying to score. Well, I just was trying to do something relaxing and fun and just throw to throw and not worry about uh, what I was shooting and what my score was. We're going to reel it back in for uh, football, mm-hmm. uh, uh, coming back to uh, what we were talking about earlier. Um, do you have any uh, game day rituals, or what's what's a game day kind of look like for you? I know some days we play at like 7 p.m., so we have a whole day before. Or uh, So what is it, what does a game day typically look like for you? Um, home home games every morning. I wake up and I make a egg sandwich, some coffee. I like my breakfast. I like to try to eat the same breakfast before every every game, but I don't. I'm not too superstitious. I don't really 
do a whole lot before the game. Uh, me and my buddies will watch other college football games throughout the day and just try to stay off our feet. And then once leading up to more of the warm up side, I'm a. I don't always have music in, but if I do, I'm normally listening to calm music. I don't try to get too, uh, too hype before mm-hmm. the game. I like to calm down. That way, when it's time to go, I have all my energy. Yeah. My my pregame playlist is called the Calm Before the Storm. So that's kind of okay. how I, I see like it. that. I like that. Yeah, I like I that. Need to steal yeah. that actually. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I just um, try to stay mellow that way. And I, I even on the field, like you won't always see a ton of emotions out of me, but I'll. I'll always be giving my full energy and effort. So I try to calm down before I like hit the field fast. That's kind of how I see it. Mm. Uh, kind of going with that question as well, mm-hmm. um, we can ask about what's the craziest game you've ever played in? Uh, it can be high school or college, whatever one you want to um, uh, say. Th- so this is my my junior year of high school. This was our first conference game, and it was a it was a big test. So we started off the season two and zero, played a couple out of conference schools that, you know, we should be like they weren't they weren't crazy games or nothing. But this one was a we were the underdogs coming into the game, first conference game. This team is filled with uh, D one commits, some players at UC, some guys that were going to Ohio State. Paris Johnson, who's now playing for the the Cardinals right mm, now, like yeah. was the first lineman taken in the draft, like playing against him. Hang and um. So we pull up, we get we get to the stadium. So the my stadium wasn't at our high school. Mm. It was at the old high school, which was the uh junior high. So we would drive we drove to the stadium and the so the day before we would wear our jerseys to school and we were wearing our green home uniforms and we get to the stadium, they surprise us in our locker room our laid out um gold uniform. So we had a full gold out, which was brand new uniform. So we were just going crazy with the new uniforms, like they surprised us with them. And you know we start the game and we're playing with them. It's been it's a good game back and forth. I'm getting a lot of touches, getting lots of catches. So it was pretty fun. And we end up winning with a last second, about a 40 yard field goal. Hmm. And that one we that was to go three and zero in the season. We upset the first uh, team in our for our first conference game, and that also put our head coach as the winningest head coach in our uh, school's history. So oh, that wow. was a pretty exciting game. Um, just the the gold rush game it was is iconic and everyone remembers it everyone remembers it as a great game so that was probably one of the most fun games I've ever played in I guess the only other uh, real just uh question I have I got I got two more questions and then we'll uh, talk about uh our last game and everything uh what is uh the biggest thing that you've learned from just this season alone um I think just being grateful for the opportunities cuz we've had um Guys get hurt, guys not able to play for other reasons, and you just kind of realize how quickly, like, your ability to play the game can be taken away through injury or through other circumstances. So just the opportunity to be on the field is just something that you should be grateful for, no matter what the outcome of the game is, no matter how you do. Because there's also, you know, there's people that will play college football that may never even get the opportunity to see the field. Mm. So just every chance I get to step out on the field, I try to be grateful and just understand that a lot of people would do a lot to be in my position regardless if I have big success on the field or not it's just something that can't be taken for granted gotcha gotcha and uh last question um who on the team would you not let date your daughter if you had one (laughs) I'm just gonna end off on a little a little fun note right there 
Gauge sales. Gauge sales. Wow. Gauge sales. Now you know. Now you know. Yeah. Uh, we can uh, move on to talk about Ashland. Um, uh, we lost this week, and we finished the season at 4-7, and seven, uh, doubling mm-hmm. our wins from last year, and having the best record since 2015. Um, of course, you know, looking at it, there's I know there's like a few games that got away from us and that mm-hmm. we're, we're mad about. Uh, yeah. I know everyone, we think about uh, Finley's one of the top teams in the conference. I think maybe number three they finished, I think. Um, either three or four, but we had an opportunity. We were driving down the field, and uh, we didn't convert convert on a fourth and short, and uh, they won that game. Uh, I think about Thomas Moore as well, where we were up, and then uh, we lost by, I think, a touchdown as well. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, and then we also had uh, Northwood as well, where um, we lost by two touchdowns. Uh, those two touchdowns were scored uh, by the other team on special teams. So it would have been a yeah. tied game if it wasn't for uh, us giving up them two big plays on special mm-hmm. teams, a fake punt, and a kickoff return, I yep. think. Yeah, um, return. So we kind of look at those games. Tiffin as well, because I feel yeah. like. Yeah, and Tiffin. Yeah. Tiffin, we were, uh, we yeah. came back and we, uh, it was about, I think it was a one score game, and mm-hmm. then just. Didn't convert convert on a, uh, the goal line for uh, offense and defense. Had a busted coverage. Kind of got yeah. away from us fourth quarter with like eight minutes left, five minutes mm-hmm. left, something like that. But just looking at those games, we easily could have had a winning season and could have yeah. been the first winning season in a while. I mean, uh, you look back at KWC's um, repertoire and there's not a lot of winning seasons. But no. uh, I think that you can see we are trending in an upward direction, though. Um for also, sure. just wanted to give a shout out too to uh, all the seniors as well, uh, real quick. We had a uh, Claire Sloan and uh, Monta- Montana Haddock, uh, two managers that's done a lot for this program, and we just want to thank them. Whether it's you know booking hotels or uh, filming the practices, whatever it is, we just want to thank them as well. Uh, Carson Still, who was a assistant coach this year, and he helped a lot. Christian Aaron Beattie, you already know what he's done. Um, great player, had a has had a great season, and uh, we're thankful for him. Uh, we had Bishop recognized at Senior Day as well. I mean, everyone, are, you know, players, player of the game. Uh, Bishop's always making plays as well. Mm-hmm. We had Jatorion who got hurt. Um, when did, what game did he get? It was like Tiffin. Tiffin, yeah, yeah, yeah Tiffin. Um, yeah. And Jatorion's been our lead back and someone that we can always count on. And I mean, someone I've grown close to this year. Uh, so mm-hmm. he's uh, he's been a great player for us as well. Demario, you know, he makes plays. Uh, Will coming from he played all line at the beginning of the year and play, then started mm-hmm. playing nose for us Big making Will. plays on defense switching sides so it was great to see him play this year as well. Okari Hughes, um, you know someone who's always reliable and you can count on as well. Quentin Hyde who uh, got his first I think he started this year for the first time. Mm-hmm. Or, did he, did he, or maybe he's just recognized that he was starting beginning. Yeah, well he started sometimes. Some, some, some games last year as well, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I got you. But he, but he, uh, he played all year, and yeah. uh, he was someone who made plays as well. Uh, Z Johnson, um, someone who like led the team. He, I don't know if he led the team with tackles. I'm guessing yeah, he, he probably did. Yeah, he did. Because uh, he, uh, he always had around. Should be a first. If yeah. my opinion, should be a first team of our conference. But yeah. you know yeah. how that goes. Making <laughs> plays all years. Making plays yeah. all years. Uh, we had uh, Jordan Monk, who was recognized at Senior Day as well. Someone who's might be one of the most athletic kids I've ever seen yeah. in my life. He's just <laughs> Freak he's athlete. twitchy, twitchy. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Monroe, someone who transferred over here mm-hmm. from California, and he uh, he made plays for us as well, being a, a great corner for us. Uh, Malik Monday, who who's been here for he's an OG old man, <laughs> OG old man. OG, but uh, he's uh, he came and he played some special teams for us as well, and then got in and 
played linebacker, and whenever he got the opportunity to, he was making plays. So it was, uh, I was happy to see him make plays mm-hmm. as well. Landon Newman, uh, uh, running back who, I mean, probably one of our fastest running backs. If yeah. he found an open hole, if he broke a tackle, he was— Runs downhill hard. Yeah, as a, he, uh, he was 88 at the gate. I'm, there was a bunch of big plays that he had. James Noble, <laughs> you already know my boy James Noble, <laughs> doing doing everything. They they switched him. He played D line, he played tight end, and he played linebacker. And uh, this last game, he made sure to have a great game as well, having eight tackles, uh, leaving leaving with a great impact. Uh, so my co-host James Noble, thankful for him as always. Yes, sir. Jacoby North, yeah, he's a, a corner who's been he's played ever since I've been here. I don't yeah. know, um, been two years. Been two years. So he's a. He's been great for us as well. Preston Self, who the game before had two touchdowns, um, a tight end that's always been reliable. Josh Williams, who played a lot this year, and uh, he was racking up tackles a lot. Uh, he wasn't able to play last game, but the game before he had like 12 tackles Yeah, or another something. OG. Another OG, another old man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Matt Wilson as well, uh, a starter on the O-line for a long time. I, I think he's probably played since his freshman year, honestly, um, at least sophomore. I think, I think he played freshman year some too, though. But uh, just one of our best alignment as well, and then Thomas Yarborough, who uh, was our long, sna- long snapper, long snapper, <laughs> long snapper, and came back uh, to uh, help us this season. So we're we're thankful for all those guys mm-hmm. as well. Um, all those have, guys have contributed one way or another to this season. So uh, just want to uh, shout out, thank you to them. Um, from last game, we had Joey, who had 338 yards with three touchdowns and two interceptions. A uh, big game from Joey and his. Uh, well, his first start, uh, second game playing since last game where he came in um, for Christian, who was suspended after the fight last game. We had, um, uh, I don't know what it's called. What do they do? The Cato Player Athlete of the Week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cam Sherrard, who had 182 receiving yards and a touchdown. And then we had someone who's actually sitting right here right now have 87 yards, and Gordy had 80, 87 yards and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Do you want to walk us through that game and uh, kind of what was going on? Yeah, so... Um... We just we, we got down pretty early and got got ourselves in a hole. So it got to the point where um, the offense came together and we're like, let's just play, let's have some fun, let's play with some pride and try to try to finish the season on a high note, regardless of what the scoreboard says. And um, <clears throat> Joey was getting a lot of pressure the whole game, so I pulled him over on the sideline. I'm like, hey, you know, you're scrambling. I'm gonna find you. I'm always gonna be following you when you're scrambling. Just just find me. And uh, towards the fourth quarter, like the chemistry started clicking, mm-hmm. and um, he found me on one one scramble play. I don't even think he was throwing me the ball actually, <laughs> but uh, he overthrew um, Cam, and you know I was able to slide in and make the catch. And then we'll co- say he was targeting you yeah. for his purpose. A, a yeah, couple yeah. plays later, he's scrambling and makes a throw as he's falling out of bounds almost, and um, it was a perfect throw right on the money, and I was just. Um, not many guys around broke one tackle and was able to get in the end zone mm-hmm. uh, for the first time this year. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, just a fun way to end the season. Obviously, would have much rather had a win for the mm-hmm. team, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I I've had a had a pretty quiet season. Nothing, nothing crazy. This is actually one of the probably the best game of my uh, life since playing like varsity in college mm-hmm. the last time I had a game like this was JV football so <laughs> okay your so glory I, days I, back then yeah I, I was having fun in the the end of the fourth quarter and um yeah it was just it was exciting not something that I got a whole lot this season um I, I'm always been more of just the 
the grimy third down, fourth down catches, you know, yeah. try to break a tackle, catching traffic, and now I finally got the the opportunity to catch a ball in space and get into the end zone. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah, and I think it's um like you said, we got down um in the uh in the first half. Uh I know defense went down like fourteen to zero and then there was uh was it a pick six or was there a uh, sco- it was a scoop, a scoop and score, score scoop yeah. and score that they scored on offense. So we got down pretty fast, but uh, after uh, what did they score one more time in the second half, or or maybe twice? Mm, I don't know. I just know they didn't. I know that the uh, defense was getting a lot more stops in the second half, and the offense started really clicking. So um, hopefully, we can use that to roll into next year. Yeah, uh, get the offense on the same page like they were with uh, with Joey. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's good to see him get some experience as well. Yeah. Of course, I would have loved to see Christian play for his uh, senior game. No, he had some family down everything, but. Uh, and so hopefully we can just use that as momentum for the season. Yeah. Um, and just with, even looking at that, like we had a week to practice with uh, Joey as QB one. Yeah, yeah. And so with the whole off season, we'll see the chemistry build, and you know we'll be able to. He'll be able to know where I am. I'll be able to know where he is. Like he'll be able to build chemistry with other receivers and the linemen, and mm. the way we were able to make some plays and put some drives together with only one week of him as QB one just shows that like looking forward to next season um as we build that chemistry we could really really do some things in offense and be a dangerous team yeah yeah um kale yeast all, he had uh, 12 tackles he a uh, great game from him right before uh, mm-hmm. his senior day as well so well no he it wasn't his senior day but he he'll be transferred next year <clears throat> he's been here for four years no he's, he's been, been, he's been here, here two years yeah two, two years two years but he'll be he'll be transferring um but it was great to see him have a great game before um before he left, uh, like I said, Z had nine tackles, and our very own James Noble had eight tackles, leaving off on a bang. He is a uh, one more year of eligibility left, but we're uh, happy to see what OG has done for this program. Been here for five <laughs> years, and like he was telling us, um, we're getting the program, uh, and especially freshmen next year coming in, they're getting the program in a lot better shape than when he came in. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And if it wasn't for people like James and like those people I listed earlier. You can just talk on, like, you know, you can talk on that because, you know, we're getting in a lot better shape. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah in a lot better shape. Um, like I said before in previous weeks, um, this team now is becoming a team for real. Um, there is no more um, specific clicks that the people got. Um, the team is coming as one, and I think Coach Young is doing a good job of bringing in people that is buying into the culture as well. And um, I feel like, with people like Gordy and Clay that's bringing in also not only uh, sports-wise, but also bringing in God as well. And I, I like that. So y'all definitely heading in the right direction. I just say keep going, and I will be watching. You will be keeping up with us. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I'll for sure be keeping up with you wherever you go as well. Definitely. But. I got a little brother that says so I got to keep up. Oh, regardless. Yeah. oh, yeah. Josh Noble. <laughs> yeah. Josh Noble, shout out. But uh, – uh, also, want to shout out my guy uh, Blake. He came back after injury. Actually, he wasn't even really fully healed, but he came back for the last game, and uh, he averaged forty-one point three yards on punt, which is completely insane. Yeah, uh, and that was also due to the fact that we were making plays on punt. Uh, EP was flying down yeah, the field, making tackles. Um, I think Thomas got himself. Tom, one. I think Thomas. Hopefully, Thomas got yeah. himself one before his last senior game. I know he t- he was telling me that he got smacked in the head uh, too. <laughs> that someone ignored the you're not supposed to hit the long snapper, but they ignored that. So he got one good last hit to the head before he retired. <laughs> That's probably good. 
Hopefully that won't come back to bite them or anything. But <laughs> oh no, no. Uh, we can uh, move on talking about some of the D one games. Uh, I know Gordy here is an Ohio State yep. fan, Ohio Go native. So Go Bucks. They're ranked uh, number two right now. Yeah. After um, they beat uh, Michigan State thirty eight to three. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think um, I don't know who they play this week, but I don't think it was yeah. anyone. Min- Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota, yeah. Um, and then then end of the season with. With the team up north, with the game. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, definitely looking forward to that one. So, what do you? Uh, I guess, I guess, asking you, who do you think is going to be the national champion this year? Would you answer that with Ohio State? Or? Um, I'm always going to pull for my Buckeyes, and you know, <laughs> Clay and DT that Kate, they try to tell me I'm delusional, I'm not a realist, but I'm a fan of my team, and I'm always gonna, always gonna pull for them. That's right. That's right. At least you're loyal. Yeah. At least you are loyal. You no, know, it's crazy. I was just thinking about this video that I seen either yesterday or a couple of days ago. But they said that it's a scenario that the committee does not want to deal with. It's like it's like I think it's somebody thinks FSU if they went out undefeated mm-hmm. at the conference, that's ACC. Yeah. And I think they said Ohio State wins out if Bama wins out. It's another team that said if they wins out, it's gonna be hard to choose. Oregon's up in the conversation. Yeah, I think it's too. Oregon. That if they yeah. win, if they win out, so if all these teams Washington? happen to win out in their it's, conference, it's a very even race this year. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. there's no hard out, for the gonna, committee to come up with who's gonna be gonna playing be, who, who's gonna be ranked there's where. There's gonna be a mad. There's gonna be a mad team no matter what, and there's gonna a be a couple team mad that, teams. Yeah, there's gonna be teams that rightfully so will be like. It, it's hard to choose. That's why I'm excited for the uh, expanded playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Do they take next year? Is that when they take effect, or is it actually it might be like three? I don't know when it is, but it's going to be the new 16 team playoffs. Yeah. I'm excited. That'll for be that. exciting. That That'll that be will be cool. that that will be because then the, you can't say anyone's snub. You get yeah, everyone gets up, more chance. upset chances. I mean, it's uh, <clears throat> I am really looking forward to that. I don't know when that could take. That probably takes effect in like 10 years. I'm saying next year, like. A, <laughs> No one, no one. College football is probably going to take a decade, but yeah. I, I am looking forward to when they start doing that because you're going to get to like be able to see a whole picture of teams that rightfully belong. So and so that expanded playoff format will begin next season. Next season, yeah. okay. That's what, I was, that's what I was saying. Okay, good. Yeah, that'll be that'll be yeah that'll be crazy. I mean, that's something never really they, they done. Need like, it. They need it this season. Yeah, I know. It's uh, there's going to be someone. It, yeah. I just you wish to see all of them in playoffs, but mm-hmm. it is gonna be interesting to see how those teams, if they do win out, what they're gonna do. So um, we had Georgia blow out Ole Miss fifty-two to seventeen. That was really surprising to me. Um, they that was uh, gonna be a good game. Yeah, I was hoping for <laughs> it. It was at first. It was at first. It was at first. I turned it on in the yeah. first half, and I watched it for a little bit. Then it got and, real ugly. And then I came back like I went to dinner or something. I forget what, and it was like fifty-two seventeen. Yeah. I was like, okay, like, I don't. Um, I was kind of dogging on Georgia all year, saying that they're not the same Georgia, but they're they, just, they, they could find a way. You know, I mean, they're yeah. one they're ranked number one for a reason. So uh, we also had uh, Capes team, Michigan. <laughs> they uh, mm-hmm. they beat uh, Penn uh, twenty four to fifteen. It's also going to be interesting to see what they do with Michigan as well mm-hmm. with all the allegations. Because I could see yeah. if the other teams went out, mm-hmm. they might use it as an excuse to take Michigan out of the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. And that might be – I could see the yep. college football committee doing mm-hmm. that, not just really because of the allegations, but to make it easier. So they have an excuse of yeah. why they took out why they took out Michigan and they might have put team in like Alabama yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and, so. and that's when I was saying, like, if Bama beats, happens to be uh, Georgia in the SEC championship, 
that it's hard to keep him out from that as well. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be the committee this year. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, it's, it's hard. I, I, it's going to be, they're going to be, they're going to be wrong both ways. Yeah. No matter who, you know, it yeah. depends on who you ask. But uh, we had Florida State beat Miami 27 to 20. Um, Washington beat uh, Utah 35 to 28. We had Oregon beat USC 36 to 27. Um, Alabama beat UK 49 to 21. We have Missouri beat Tennessee. That, that this was crazy. This is the craziest game that I saw. Missouri beat Tennessee thirty six to seven. Um, they were both ranked right next to each other. I forgot what they were actually, like actually ranked before this. It was supposed to be a close game. They were right next to each other, and Missouri really uh, put the beating on Tennessee. North Carolina survived against Duke forty seven to forty five. Duke put up a really great, uh, really great game against them, but uh, North Carolina was able to win over them. And then uh, my team Louisville is ranked tenth for the first time in. I don't know how long. I mean, that's uh, I'm happy to see them after their uh, 31 to 24 win. Um, some games I'm looking forward to this week. We have Kansas versus Kansas State. That's always a great game, rivalry in in state game. Um, I kind of like Kansas as well. I don't really know what I don't know what made me start like in Kansas. I think it's just I I kind of respected athletes who went to Kansas because there's nothing to do there at all. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to respect them because there's yeah. no nothing else to do. So I've drove through campus once and it was. Is horrible. So I respect those athletes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be pulling for Kansas, but we have Washington and Oregon State. That'll be an interesting game to see. Uh, some of the top teams in the West, and then we have Utah versus Arizona as well. I know it's a game. It's probably not gonna be a top watch game for TV wise, but I will be in tune to North Alabama versus Florida State at Florida State because our very own David Florence will be playing against mm. Florida State Seminoles. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. I didn't know they were playing North Alabama. Yeah. Alabama. All right. They played uh, Saturday at 5.30, so I and will be in tune watching our very own David Mr. Florence, David Florence. We did the podcast last year, and it was a, one of the best receivers ever come through here as well. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll be pulling through for him. And uh, he's going to – I mean, if Florida State makes a playoff picture as well, he can say that he played against mm-hmm. – I mean, imagine if Florida State went on to win it, win the championship. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I played against the national champions. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a story I'd like to tell my grandkids as well. So yeah. we'll be we'll be in tune to him, seeing uh, how that game goes and uh, rooting for him as well. Um, and we can end off just looking at some of the NFL games as well. All right, we had the um, Colts beat the Patriots 10-6. to We had your Bengals fall to the Texans. Uh, I'm, I'm not a Bengals fan, actually. You're not a Bengals fan. Okay, you're an Ohio State fan. You're from Cincinnati. I like the Seattle Seahawks. Oh mm. my gosh! <laughs> what so, what drew you to the Seattle Seahawks? Then um, my mom, sister, so my aunt and uncle are crazy Seahawks fans. So mm, I got you. When we were kids, they just got us a ton of Seahawks gear, and you know, that's, <laughs> when, when you're a little kid, that's how you become a fan. Yeah. Whoever, whatever gear you got, that's the team you like. Yeah. So sounds like you were brainwashed from the beginning. Then yeah, you were. Uh, you know, the, yeah, they beat the Commanders this week, and I'm actually. Yeah. Yeah. I want to call myself a Texans fan this year, but I'm definitely pulling for my boy CJ Stroud. It's yeah, cool to see yeah. see him do good because an Ohio State quarterback has not really done anything in the NFL since I've been alive. So they to have see, a bad reputation for sure. Yeah, for they're not uh, NFL quarterback producing team. So yeah. to see CJ Stroud out there balling and playing really thing. good, it's it's been pretty cool to watch. So not a Texans fan, but I'm a CJ Stroud fan. So yeah. I was happy to see him play yeah. well. And it's crazy that I mean he's a rookie, but he's even an MVP MVP talk. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he's uh, he's been going off this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the Vikings beat the Saints uh, as well. We had the Ravens lose to the Browns after they were up. The Browns came back, um, but now Deshaun Watson's also having um, 
shoulder surgery, so he'll be out for the rest of the year. Um, we had the Niners beat the Jaguars. They kind of got back uh, in a winning form as well. Uh, Buccaneers beat the Titans. And oh, Lions beat the Chargers 41-38. to That was a crazy game to watch as well. Watch a little bit of it. Dang, Cam. Talent. Them Lions. Yeah. Them Lions, they're... Uh, Eight and two, seven and two, something like that. It's something like that, but they're 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 having yeah, a great season as well. And seven and two. And I think then, they're they're leading their division as well, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. So uh just interesting to see how all those games play out. So um that was a look at some of the NFL. Um I don't really have anything left. This is gonna be the last episode of PFP for a while. And the last episode with my co-host James Noble. I wanna thank him for all the memories, all the yes, he kinda he helped me set this up and everything. Without <laughs> him, this wouldn't be possible. So I'm I'm thankful for him. Thankful for what he's done for this program. He's been through the fire. <laughs> he's uh he's been through it all. You know, some of the pre podcast conversations we had, we uh paving the way. Yeah, he he paved the way for sure. Uh, it, just the stuff that he's had to go through and where the program was before, it's uh, it's crazy to hear about. But uh, I'm I'm thankful for him. Thankful for him getting in touch with me about this podcast. Yes, sir, I appreciate you. Appreciate all y'all tuning in every week, and appreciate our special guests whenever we did have them. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, this is the uh, PFP. We will get back with you. Probably, so I'll probably have some in the spring. We'll be uh chopping it up, having some more fun, you know, just talking about the off-season as well. But we're looking forward to the off-season. I'm looking forward uh, to seeing our seniors uh, just do whatever they want to do, whether that's continue to play somewhere else or uh, or retire for good. Uh, also, for any of our transfers, uh, I hope them the best of luck as well. Thank you all for staying tuned to the PFP, and uh, have a great day. Thank you. <laughs>